Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good Monday morning. Welcome to the breakfast show with Lin Li Fu and Ryan Huang. Well, our chat today with a C suite leader on Mind Your Business is a highly accomplished leader who boasts over 25 years' experience in the technology sector with a focus on sales, business development, and startups across Asia and the US. Now, despite facing gender stereotypes in the male dominated tech sector early in her career, she now views the industry as a level playing field where both girls and boys are encouraged to pursue their interests in STEM subjects. Now, guess what? She is the first female Singaporean to be appointed to a role as President and Managing Director of SAP Southeast Asia. She's responsible for leading the firm's business across 11 offices wow. in 8 countries. And guess what? It's also not her initial career choice. Let's hear from her. She's Verena Xiao, President and Managing Director of SAP Southeast Asia. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning and happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for having me, Lin Lee and Ryan. Now, let's start from the very beginning. Take us through your journey. So we hear that being in the tech industry wasn't what you set out to do in terms of career choices. Well, it was not, right? In those days, who knows what was tech? <laughs> <laughs> this was a good almost 30 years ago. So, you know, I was, uh, I was really into the arts and uh, being very creative. I was, I think, in the first art election program at CHIJ Topayo in those days. And I really wanted to be a fashion designer. So I I love sketching and and drawing all kinds of uh, wonderful designs until one day I realized that I need to have some basic sewing skills, right? It's not only sketching and then handing those wonderful sketches over to to other people to sketch, to to sew them together. But Mm -hmm. I need to have some basic sewing skills Mm -hmm. and uh, I just can't sew. I, I realized that I didn't enjoy it and it was I very good at it. So I have to look for other career choices. So from then on, um, I would say that I fell into tech, not with intent, but it just happened along the way, right? So I always believe that even at a young age to seize opportunities. Mm. I actually left NUS when I was uh, in my second year, moved to Budapest. I think I'm the I'm most probably still the only Singaporean with a degree from the Budapest uh, University of Economic Sciences. And the reason why I moved, if for those listeners wondering is that it was for love, right? I, mm. I moved with my boyfriend uh. at the time, um, <laughs> who thankfully is now my husband, um, so it all worked out well. So I got a degree from there, and then from, after that, I was wondering, what should I do? It was very common to go to banking those days for those young adults with a banking degree, but I was offered an opportunity in telemedicine, and this was a good, um, what, 27 years ago. But I was really curious, and I decided to take a job up in telemedicine, and I really enjoyed sales. I found I, it was my passion, the accomplishment of closing a deal, ideally every day, really, really uh, motivated me. And, and from then on, I didn't look back. So from telemedicine, I moved on to a, a dot-com company, had my own startup, and then joined um, several other tech companies along the way. So it has been a really exciting journey, and I'm still on it, <laughs> looking for more to come. <laughs> yeah, from those fashion dreams, you've definitely sewn together a long career in the tech space. More than 25 years. Yes. Verena, what keeps you going? Yes. What motivates you to keep pushing on in where you are right now? 
I think what really motivates me is uh, firstly, I had the tremendous opportunity to do so many different careers or different roles within tech, right? So, I mean, it's a very big industry. I've been with six companies. SAP is my sixth company. And I'm also with SAP now almost 11 and a half years. And this is my sixth role. So, I had the opportunity to do actually something different almost every few years. And what really motivates me is that I have two daughters. Uh, I keep saying they are teenage girls, but actually my elder daughter turns 21 this year, so she's wow. no longer she's a teenager, she's a young adult. And uh, so she, my elder girl is 21, my younger one is going to be 17 this year. And what motivates me is really to be a role model for mm. them, to show them that regardless of your gender, regardless of your background, you can achieve your dreams, right? If one day they want to be president of some country, I'm there to support them. So that's what motivates me, that's what keeps me going. And also for other girls and, and young women out there, right? It's really to show that gender, you should not help be held back by your gender, right? In fact, leverage on it to use it to your advantage to move forward. Yeah, Verena, we pointed this out earlier that it was quite tough in the early years mm. when it comes to the tech industry. How tough was it? Give us an idea because um, for many of us, we were not there, Give at least in the tech that. space. And uh, yeah, so, not, so not in Singapore yeah. as well, right? Yes, yes. So I live across uh, five countries. I mentioned I, I studied in Budapest. Um, I work in the US. My husband and I had a startup in the US. Mm. I live in Israel and work in Israel for wow. for ten years. My husband is Israeli. It's just the the simple answer to why I was I was living in in Israel. And then uh, with SAP, I was country MD in Thailand for Thailand. Before my current roles, I was based in Bangkok, and now I'm back in Singapore. So mm. I've lived across uh, the world and work across yes. uh, five countries, and in the beginning, right, there weren't there weren't many women around. I mean, mm. I'm very fortunate today in SAP in Southeast Asia, we have 51% of our employees are women and actually 47% of our leadership team are women. But in those early days, right, you were surrounded by men and being also relatively young in those days. You know, there were all these comments, right? And especially if you are a young mother, they were the question I always get when I was applying for a new role mm. is, um, and they know that I have kids. It's like, oh, so, and I always had jobs that I had to travel, regional jobs. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was always asked, so who takes care of your girls when you're traveling? Mm-hmm. And Ryan, they would never ask a man that question, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I believe um, yes, yeah, so, you have yes. a fair point. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, right. And my answer to them was always, they have a father who can take care of them too, right? And they were always taken back. So those were some of the comments, or you get comments that that mm-hmm. no, you are young and and you don't know much, right? So it, it was pretty blatant in in the earlier days, right? Mm-hmm. And also in a way, you also had to hide that you have a family compared to today, where everybody, you know, men and women can talk about their families at work quite openly. So those days mm. were very, very different. I'm glad that we have made so much progress since then. Now, you were mentioning you do a bit of travelling in the you know line of work. You've lived in different countries, being exposed to different cultures. How has that international experience influenced your leadership style? It has a lot of influence, I would say, um, over the years, because from each different country I've lived in, I've learned something about myself and I've learned also something about my surroundings, right? So it, it is, firstly, it teaches you to be self-aware of where you are, 
um, and also it really improves your communication skills. So, for example, when I live in Israel, coming from Singapore, I thought I was fairly um, extroverted as a Singaporean. But in Israel, if any of you have been there before, I have worked with Israelis, right? It's it's a very very Different blunt blogging. culture in many ways. And I learned that to have a seat at the table in order to be heard, you really had to speak up for yourself, mm. right? So I learned then to claim the seat at the table and to speak up for myself because otherwise everybody, well, especially the men, and at that time it was still fairly male-dominated, will all just talk over you and your, your thoughts, your perspective and your ideas will never be heard, right? So I learned that from Israel. I learned to be very forthcoming. I think I'm still I'm still like that, um, although I try to taper it now that I'm back in Asia. <laughs> and but also what I learned from the Israelis also so it's that culture of fighting to the very end. Israelis all have this, you know, fight to the very end, can-do spirit. Mm. That's something I learned. And also that whole culture of innovation. I think that was what I might take away now. Now, if you look at the extreme end in Thailand, right, everybody is so polite, right? Very quiet in many ways. And there was a lot of indirect communication signals, right? Quite often, they may say yes, right? Or they may not the hate, but you don't really know what they think, mm. right? So I've learned the art of diplomatic communications and the also, it taught me to read body language better. Not to mention that Thai is a language that, you know, I didn't understand. I still don't understand. So you have to read between the lines mm. and be really perceptive towards body language as much as you can and be really sensitive to it. So I think I've learned so much from working and living in multiple cultures and I really enjoy it. That is also something that really inspires and motivates me. And also, I think make me not just a better leader, but just a better person, more self-aware, more empathetic in general. Yeah, we're in conversation with Verena Sell. She is the President and Managing Director of SAP Southeast Asia. Now, Verena, I'm going to jump to this question, which is a bit of a look back on your career and a bit of reflection on what maybe some of the things you might have done differently. What advice would you have given to your younger self? And you raised a few points just now, you know, being forthcoming, standing up for yourself. And I'm just wondering as well, is there a challenge there where you have to balance between becoming too forthcoming, where you might come across too aggressive because there are no... <laughs> Sometimes unfair labels being put on women when they speak up too much. Oh, right. I sent a little bit of, uh, of a bit of uh, unconscious bias in that question, I would say. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I, I don't think so. In fact, you know, if I look back and I think, I think I should have spoken up earlier for myself. Mm. Hmm. I have spoken for myself earlier on. Right? Not wait until I get to Israel and I was already in my late 20s or so. And then I became, I was compelled <laughs> to be more forthcoming and to claim a seat table. I should have started doing it early on in my days. Okay. And I would encourage all young women or girls to really claim at the seat table early on as much as they can. Yeah, gender aside, a good leader is a good leader. Coming through the pandemic, how has your leadership style changed? And what's the most important thing for you now? I think the pandemic has taught us all so much, right? Um, one of the things is that uh, we have learned that we have all become so adaptive, if you like, right? We all pivoted from, you know, moving from face to face, in-person meetings to everything's remote. I mean, we even learned to close business remotely, right? That was something that was unheard for mm. before the pandemic. So um, the other thing that was really important is that it taught us the importance of mental health being. I mean, nobody really talked about mental health before the pandemic. Everyone was just like going on full speed during a pandemic when everybody was working from home 
you know, not by necessarily by choice, right? And there was that kind of merging between the home and work. And you could see everyone's family. I think it taught us all to be more empathetic as well and also to pay more attention to mental health. And that's why SAP have launched hmm. Pledge to Fledge globally since the pandemic. And we're still continuing. The workplace is a trust-based environment and we're empowering everybody to do their best. Yeah, empathy um, is really... So I think that's my biggest takeaway. A big... Um factor for not just leaders, but I think every employee should have some level of empathy. And talking about that, we've seen quite a few waves of layoffs in the tech industry recently. So give us your outlook where it is right now for the tech space moving forward, where you see it playing out when it comes to the outlook for the tech space, uh, Verena. Yeah. Well, so fortunately, um, I think SAP hasn't uh, been uh, too impacted. Uh, we did announce some restructuring uh, at a small percentage, 2-3%. And in fact, a lot of the impacted employees have been able to find another another role within SAP. I think overall, from my personal perspective, there was quite a fair bit of uh, aggressive hiring during the pandemic, right? Because everybody was doing really well. Everybody was digitizing and you could see that everyone was hiring like crazy, right? So I think it now it's a little bit more of a of a balancing that everyone's realized that, well, the business growth may not be that aggressive. So it's more of that tapering off. So I hope things should be slightly getting more stable over the next few years, over the next couple of years or so. And um, overall, um, I'm still extremely optimistic. Uh, you talked about earnings earlier. And uh, in fact, SAP just announced earnings. I'm very, very happy to share that uh, we announced uh, 22% uh, growth in cloud revenue. So very, very happy in that and uh, very optimistic about the future ahead. Thank you very much, Verena, for sharing your insights into the tech industry as well as your personal story and your journey as a tech leader in a very male-dominated world. Thank you very much, Verena Xiao, President and Managing Director of SAP Southeast Asia. Thank you for having me and have a great day ahead. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.